the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It's Thursday. That means it's COVID briefing day. Governor McKee coming up one o'clock. Now, a big part of this also, keep in mind, is uh, it has to do with a lot of the restrictions being released. There's also legislation to try to help some small businesses. We will uh, carry that. I will also cover it. Folks, also just a reminder on this sunny Thursday, Rhode Island's number one garden center is open. PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. You can uh, call them at 295-4399. Stop in. Easy to get to right off Route 4. And what a beautiful selection they have. Pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and bowls, assorted colors. Beautiful tulips, hyacinthias, daffodils, hydrangeas. It's a nice sunny Thursday. Look at that blue sky. PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. Screen loom, black, brown, hemlock, mulch, crushed stone, Look for them on Facebook. But Rhode Island's number one garden center is open for the season. There's nothing like it. Shop local at Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. So it is Thursday. And uh, today is also, by the way, the first day of the Masters. And what I think is interesting is, you know, there are all these different articles. Uh, you know, the, the Masters loves the tr- tradition. Here's a story in the Boston Globe. Can Augusta National really reconcile with the political reality you know there are people like major league baseball's decision to relocate the all-star game and so now some people are saying you know the masters they have to move no they're not moving out of georgia let me be very clear about something major league baseball made a huge mistake biden is he president biden's even backtracking now you know there were people whether it's stacy abrams or some of these other people in in georgia they're already backtracking like well you know maybe it was a little premature to to just take the all-star game away and you know, what, what is the University of Georgia supposed to do? Leave Georgia? All because of voting. All because they want to tighten voting restrictions to make sure that, in fact, we have a fair, accurate election and, the, you know, the people that the vote count. Is that asking too much? That if you're going to vote, we know that, you know, one person, one vote. And let's, make, let's keep it that way. But, uh, you know, obviously the people with the master's, um, they had to address this and say, you know, we, we take it very seriously and think voting is a fundamental right and uh, every organization, right to vote, fundamental, but no one should be disadvantaged. But that, they're not going to just pack up. Major League Baseball, that, that, they made a huge mistake. Now people are not going to watch Major League Baseball. And the same, by the way, there were people not drinking Coca-Cola. And all of this is actually built, and I'm glad people have called them out on it. It's built on a lie. When President Biden stepped forward and said that some of the moves they were going to make were these Jim Crow, as he said, type moves. This, is, this isn't this Jim Crow. This is Jim Eagle. Based on what? This is all. What, why is it so important to not have accountability with voting? Why is it? Is it a fundamental right that not only do you get to vote, but you don't have to show an ID when voting or prove identification? How is that racist? How is that a fundamental right? It's not. So I'm glad that uh, Augusta National, they're going to stay out of it, and they should. So, and even the uh, the person speaking from the Masters uh, that was talking about it, the the chairman said, hey, listen, you know, we, we, we're going to stay out of this. We're not being dragged into this. We're a golf tournament. We're, a, we're the golf tournament with a lot of tradition, and we have uh, a lot of tradition with this course, what it's all about. It's also, obviously, it's great for the state of Georgia and Augusta National. We're supposed to just, what, pack up and go somewhere else? because of some woke comments by some of these people because biden stands up there and doesn't even know what he's talking about and says it's it's these are jim crow on steroids and jim crow with a tie and this is this isn't jim crow this is jim eagle and the southern nonsense and no one you know where they they want to move to some of these other states whether it be new york or colorado actually have more restrictive vote more restrictive voting restrictions than the state of georgia good for the masters people need to step up people need to speak out i mean where is all this leading all of this and it's it's all just absolutely shoot first then aim you know let's be very clear about something major league baseball made a huge mistake 
And now it's just a matter of how long they're going to have to deal with this. This wasn't, they didn't, you know, do this prudently. There wasn't this out, absolute outcry and all people pulling out or this was $100 million that was aimed for Atlanta for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. And just boom, in a whim, they made it go away. How does that help downtown Atlanta that last year we saw was, you know, absolutely destroyed with some of the early rioting and looting and burning of the buildings? And I mean, how, how is that a good decision? You pull $100 million out of the state? I, I applaud the governor of, of Georgia for not backing down. But let's be very clear about something. Major League Baseball, they're the ones that made the mistake. You know, now Biden's like running for cover as he's being asked about the Winter Olympics. If we're suddenly so concerned about sports and what about, so we're going to go to China and compete? But there's a lot of corporate money involved there. So suddenly, you know, the president's like, well, I, I, I don't know. He's, we're not going to talk about the Olympics. Oh, so you're just going to mislead people when it works to your political advantage, like on voting. So voting is actually even more important to them than human rights and the way that China violates that. It's really disgraceful. All right, we have a lot more ahead. Folks, leave it right here on this Thursday. It's the John DePietro Show. And uh, folks, just a, an, another reminder, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You want to make sure that you are uh, nice and safe. Make sure you log on at the website, depetro.com, for all state lock, experts in locking systems, building security. How about security cameras outside your home or business? Call Allstate Lock today, 349-0042, or their website is allstatelock.com. But if you go to my website, depetro.com, boom, it's a direct link. You're listening to The John DePetro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, 
fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website which is petro.com Time for our legal segment. Joining me, uh, Rhode Island attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, I'd like to start off with the, uh, the Derek Chauvin trial. Uh, moving through with the witnesses, defense already seemed to be picking up and starting their argument, uh, mentioning about drugs and drug use. But um, at the same time, uh, you know, it's just so damaging with the, the video and the knee and Let's uh, let's start off with the, the Derek Officer uh, Chauvin trial. Yes, it, defense counsel um, is starting to peck away at some of the witnesses, um, getting much more animated, much more involved, and picking his shots with some of the witnesses that the state is putting up. Um, you know, every every witness that the state puts up is, when you listen to the direct testimony, devastating. And if you're the defendant, it's excruciating to go through this because you're waiting your turn to put on your experts. Um, the ER doctor who pronounced Floyd dead was asked by Attorney Nelson for the defense a lot of questions about the fentanyl in, in um, Derek Floyd's body um, asked many things about other possible causes of death. Was it cardiac arrest? Was it caused by the drugs that were consumed? Um, you know, was Mr. Floyd compromised when he got there based upon his um, pre-existing medical conditions? <clears throat> and um, the doctor had to concede that there were some of these things were possibilities. He tried to discount them as not the strongest possibilities, but they are nonetheless possibilities. And that's what the defense has to do. They have to establish doubt. They have to establish reasonable doubt. They don't have to prove that um, things happened the way they're suggesting. They just have to prove that it's a reasonable alternative. Um, there have been other witnesses put up with the, the prosecution brought in and retired um, member of the Los Angeles Police Department yeah. who uh, was a trainer who on cross-examination had to concede that he had not been trained by uh, the um, police department here in, in Minneapolis that he had simply reviewed materials that were utilized for training purposes. And his credibility was significantly, I think, undermined by the defense on cross-examination. Um, you know, the prosecution, John, is focusing, as they should, on the video showing um, Floyd on the ground and Chauvin with his knee um, up against his body presumably yep. his neck, but they parsed the video to show that in part um, Chauvin's uh, knee was on the, the, between the shoulder blades of Floyd's back for part of the time on the neck for part of the time. Got this expert to concede that you must look at the totality of the circumstances and what the officer had encountered in terms of whether Floyd continued to be a threat, whether he was continuing to resist, and the crowd that was around. Um, you know, th this expert was trying to say, well, the crowd was making their opinions known. And the de defense counsel were like, wait a minute. People in the crowd were saying to the Chauvin, I'm going to slap you in your 
effing uh, face yeah, if you don't stop at him, screaming you're a bum. at him. Right. Yeah. So I think it's fair to say that it was hostile. a hostile crowd. Yes. And I think the, the more that the prosecution witnesses try to use different adjectives to describe it, and when defense counsel keeps bringing the point home again and again that this was a hostile crowd that could be perceived as a threat, that has a significant impact on what you do as a police officer in uh, restraining a defendant um, who has been extremely um, combative and uncooperative. I mean, just look at the video of them trying to get him into the uh, back of the cruiser in the first place. Right. Yep. So he's chipping away and that's what you got to do during the prosecution's case. Mm. You got to this chip away. You're not going to hit home runs, but you got to keep chipping away at this. Um, Another part of this, which I think hurt the prosecution is they spent a lot of time today going through the chain of custody of the drugs that were found both in uh, Floyd's vehicle and in the back of the cruiser. Apparently the police investigators pretty much missed of the drug evidence mm. on their first um, um, inventory inspection they did of both the police cruiser, which was impounded, and Floyd's vehicle. So they had to go back and then say, oh, yep, there it is. Um, I think early on they were trying to suggest, not at trial, but beforehand, that maybe defense counsel had planted um, some of this drug evidence you know, a la the O.J. Simpson um, allegation of um, evidence planting. Um, That didn't go anywhere. I don't think that uh, the prosecution tried to suggest that defense counsel had done this. But up in the prelude to this trial, there was a lot of speculation, like where did these drugs come from? But clearly the investigators just didn't do a good job. it was a necessary element for the prosecution to put on the chain of custody of this drug evidence, but I think they looked a little um, amateurish in how they went about their inventory collection and documentation. So the prosecution's having good days overall, but um, Attorney Nelson is clearly now getting close to the time he's going to be putting on his case and he's yeah. he's taking his shots yeah um, he's doing his job um you know it seemed at first he was just sitting there and certainly we know he's a very competent attorney and he's going he to do a very good job when it's his turn um it's just excruciating when your defense counsel to sit there and sort of take the hits uh, until you really get to put on your show and when it's your trial and your witnesses and your evidence, it's um, a lot of this looks damning. Now, you, you know, Nelson's going to suggest in his closing, you, you saw a lot of pres- presumption and, and speculation that um, Floyd died because of the pressure of Chauvin's knee, but the defense is going to put on expert testimony to show that this man's death was as likely from the combination of drugs that were in his system. He had a high concentration of carbon dioxide in his system. He had an enlarged heart. He had heart disease. Um, And defense counsel, I think it was today or maybe yesterday, got a couple of the state's witnesses um, to acknowledge that um, Floyd, while he was still speaking, said, I took, I ate too many drugs. The drugs. I, How about I that? I ate God? too many drugs. Wow. Now, one of the, oh, gee, I can't really tell what he was saying, but a couple of the others acknowledged it, which I think was a very good get for the prosec- for the defense, excuse me, um, mm. to get that acknowledgement. So, it's 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 as I've said before. It's real hard to sit there and take the right. hits. Tim Dodd, do you think are they based on what we've seen so far? Is he building a path that the jury could go down to basically like a light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak? That it was you know hostile crowd and the yelling and the guys on drugs and he's a big guy and it looks like his knees on it, but it's really not on. The, I mean, is he? kind of laying the groundwork where the jury could say we they just don't have them for, you know, second degree? 
I, I think he's working his side of the street to the best of his ability. I yeah. still don't know how he's going to get around the third degree murder charge right. that the right. judge reimposed here. I think that's going yeah. to potentially. That's a tough one. Um, wind up with a potential conviction or maybe a hung jury but if they only get him for the third degree i still think Mm. that um uh, floyd's supporters in the community will be um dissatisfied with that result one of the better points that the prosecution did bring out today john is one of their experts um, was asked whether or not chauvin's conduct was excessive And part of the analysis of what is excessive um, depends on a number of factors, such as the nature of the crime, the nature of the threat that the defendant posed. And, you know, at the heart of this thing is the nature of the crime was this guy Floyd passing a phony $20 bill to buy some cigarettes. It's not like he had robbed a bank. It's not like he had kidnapped somebody. You know, it's a real... Um, in the in the panoply of criminal activity, this is way low on the totem pole. So th- they're making the the suggestion that uh, Chauvin's response was an overreaction to the minor crime that he was dealing sure. with. Yep. But you know that defense will have a counter mm-hmm. expert to say that this was not excessive. And by the way, one of the interesting things that came out is. Uh, it's not part of policy now, but when Chauvin was trained, this use of your knee on a defendant to subdue the defendant was authorized to put your mm. knee between their back and other pressure points. Now, yep. these experts are saying, well, no, no, never on the neck, never on the neck. But um, you know that Chauvin's going to have experts from his days of training to say, oh, no, this would have been appropriate under the circumstances based on sure. this crowd. And based right. on the way this guy was behaving and resisting. And a, and a big guy. And a very yeah, large like six, man yeah. who was completely uncooperative. And John, yeah. as we've said before, in every one of these unfortunate situations where there's a death and then an allegation that it's a white cop who, you know, has murdered a, um, a, a suspect of color they all seem to start off with the, the suspect resisting arrest. And from there, yes. it escalates. You know, yep. that's, that's the trigger point, is the resisting. And as we've said before, I mean, certainly there's a history and you know, certain communities are suspicious and think if you get stopped by the cops, it's like a death sentence. But you don't have the right to resist. Right. If you've been wrongfully, wrongfully charged, if you've been wrongfully... Yep. Um, arrested, if you've been wrongfully prosecuted, you've got your um, redress in the courtroom to say that you were wrongfully arrested, there was no probable right. cause, and if you've got a claim for money damages, pursue it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think most cops are out there waiting to see what they can do to beat up or maim or no. kill a suspect. It no. starts with the resisting. That's right. Folks, quick break. A lot more Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DeVito Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer pickup and delivery. 24-hour mobile service. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. 
If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799 that's 401-321-2799 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com Spring is here time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash you can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585 Bethel Certified Softwash they have a great website it's rhodeislandsoftwashing.com outside your home Let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel. B-E-T-H-E-L, their Facebook page, the before and after are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Wash. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401 321 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401 305 3585. You've seen her store, it's right in that old white church. It's my health, because folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas the service is the best plus hemp and cbd products plus massage therapy reflexology pilates folks stop it and see her it's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins 1099 menden road in cumberland you can call her at 401 305 3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. We're speaking with our uh, legal expert, attorney Tim Dunn. Tim, uh, former mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, back in the news. Sounds like he's trying to say to Dominion, hey, no harm, no foul. Why don't we just... uh, Forget about the everything I said about the voting systems. I want to move, move on here. Giuliani wants that suit uh, tossed out. Uh, what's your thought on that? Well, I, I don't think he's going to get his wish, John, in part. Um, he's not taking the same tack that um, Sidney Powell is taking, saying that you know no reasonable person could think that she was stating what she was stating as a fact, but it was only her opinion. Uh, I think that's a tough sell for her legal team. Rudy is basically saying that because Dominion is a corporation and not an individual, that their 
in a position that they would have to prove monetary damages in the way that they would have to show loss of profits. Now, if Dominion didn't lose profits in future contracts because of this, then if they can't show loss of profits and they can't show damages, if they can't show damages, there's no lawsuit. I think it's way premature. Um, Discovery hasn't even started to determine if Dominion has lost contracts. I mean, Rudy's presuming they haven't, but how do we know that the next election coming up in in Brazil or Venezuela or Argentina hasn't said, you know what? This sounds a little funky here. We're not going to use your company. We're going to go with company X. Right. Um, so I think that Rudy has made himself a headline, but I'm pretty confident that this motion to dismiss will not be successful. And as we've discussed before, with a motion to dismiss at this stage, the reviewing court must look at the evidence in the light most favorable to the non-moving party. So at this stage on such a motion, Dominion gets every benefit of the doubt. Right. The court has to consider that even if Dominion's allegations are correct, then what do we do? So the bar is very high on these motions to dismiss. It's something that is done to preserve an issue for potential appeal, but I don't think Rudy's team really expects to win on this motion. Tim Dodd, Sunday night, 60 Minutes ran a piece uh, regarding Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I I, I mean, it was like the definition of a hit piece, a Democrat, I think the Democrat mayor of uh, Palm Beach County even talked to the press the next day and said he tried to talk to them, give information. They weren't, weren't interested. They kind of spliced it up. DeSantis certainly seems to be laying the groundwork for a potential lawsuit against 60 Minutes, by the way, of which his base would love. But talking about, you know, spreading malicious, knowing falsehoods, that certainly sounds like legal jargon as opposed to just, you know, I feel they wronged me. Well, yeah, they did take Governor DeSantis out of context. Yeah. The, 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 the very brief backstory is 60 Minutes suggests with um, spliced up um, interviews and speculation that DeSantis did two things, that he early on favored um, inoculating for COVID the elderly and people in nursing homes because 60 Minutes presumes that DeSantis would conclude that that population skewed to be more white and more likely to vote Republican without any factual basis. The next thing, which was even more damning, is that um, DeSantis... um, got Publix supermarkets right. to be the distributor of this w- round of vaccines simply because Publix had donated $100,000 to DeSantis's um, uh, gubernatorial campaign. Now, DeSantis fully explained how Publix came into the picture, yep. that, that Walgreens and CVS were already taking a part of the action that uh, Walmart had already taken part of the action and that they were already preoccupied with other elements of this vaccine distribution scheme that Florida came up with. So at the time of this next wave, the only and best party available to do it was Publix. And Publix had previously been in the distribution chain for normal things like flu vaccines. So they were experienced in this. And if you read the full transcript, there's a full explanation. But 60 Minutes um, disingenuously and deceptively cuts up what DeSantis said to make it sound totally different and out of context. Yeah. Now, that's a knowing manipulation. Um, So far, I haven't heard anyone getting fired over there at 60 Minutes for basically perpetrating a fraud on the public. Um, DeSantis would have a reasonable lawsuit for Mm. defamation against 60 Minutes. This all goes back to, if you'll look back in the 70s, uh, New York Times, the New York Times versus Sullivan case, which makes it very difficult for a public figure 
to sue for a libel or slander or defamation. But the court in New York Times versus Sullivan, amongst other things, said that to prevail as a public figure, you must show that the entity or individual making the uh, slanderous or false statement against you knew the information to be false or um, put forth the information with reckless disregard to whether they knew if the information was true or not. So in this case, 60 Minutes knew it was false. Right. They, they skewed what was said. They cut it up and they presented it as DeSantis's full statement, knowing they, they knew they were taking him out of context. Yeah. They edited him. They, there was a conscious act on their part. There was. So, I mean. There was even one part, Tim, where he's explaining he's calm. He's explaining the interrupting calm, explaining interrupting calm. Then he you know, kind of starts to get a little more animated. Well, they, they spliced it to a way, made it look like he went zero to 60 in two seconds. Like they asked a question, and suddenly he's, he's yelling. That's not what happened. They removed a large part of that clip. At the very least, they seemingly had an angle they wanted to show. You know, they, yeah, governor, isn't this pay to play? And it's like he explodes. That is not the full tape of what happened. Right. And, and he's, DeSantis is in a different position because he is an elected official and under New York Times versus Sullivan, it's much, much harder to prove damages. He doesn't sit in the easy position that Nick Sandman uh, was in. If you're right, I know your listeners recall he was one of the, yep. the, the, the kids at the uh, Covington, the Covington kids. Yep. Exactly. And that kid got we have no idea, but I'm sure multiple mm. millions of dollars in settlements. DeSantis doesn't have as easy a path, but mm. basically just as Sandman was completely misrepresented when the media knew that they were misrepresenting him on purpose, um, they did the same thing with DeSantis. I think he should lawyer up and I think yeah. he should pursue a lawsuit because if that doesn't happen and the liberal media can does it to, to, to DeSantis, they can do it to others. If there's no pushback, it'll keep happening. That's right. Tim Dodd, uh, Things uh, continue to be odd with Matt Gates, uh, the representative. I, I know that um, <laughs> it, it's uh, the whole thing is bizarre. Now there's other people coming forward. He was showing pictures and video and whatever they're claiming or some guy stepped in and wanted them to put up money to help some man that's missing that they think was kidnapped and still alive in Iran and wanted tw- the whole story is a little bizarre, but it, it all still seems to boil down Um what I'm also interested in is the feds, they, they don't move in rapid time. They take their time. He can go on Tucker Carlson all he wants. Uh, they've been moving on, the, working on this for a while. There's something odd there. But, um, but so far, what about the fact he was basically saying to President Trump, you know, you ought to pardon just a bunch of us and almost like try to be covered <laughs> under that. Yeah, that was a brilliant idea, wasn't it? Was. it? What, a, what, what, a, what a genius idea. This guy, the rumor a week ago was that he was going to resign from Congress and go work for for Newsmax. I I think he's going to be out soon and he'll probably be doing a podcast from his basement the way Mm -hmm. things are going. Um, He had suggested to the Trump administration, either directly or messaging through the media, that presuming that Trump strike that after Trump was clearly the loser in the election, but before he was out of office, this guy Gates suggested that uh, the president should have granted blanket immunity to all of his partisans because there would be an expected purge that the um, Biden Justice Department would go after all the Trump uh, supporters. Now, if Trump had taken up that suggestion and said, yep, you know, all the all the people that supported me on mass, I'm going to pardon you for anything you might have done. You know, Gates could be seen as floating a self-serving um, idea out there, because if the president had acted on it, Gates could say, well, that pardon attaches to anything that I did in the past. And he would have been off the hook. Now, apparently, um, Bill Barr knew of this ongoing investigation of Gates, um, urged the president not to take the bait on this blanket pardon um, idea 
not only as it relates to Gates, but it would set a bad precedent for the president um, upon imminently leaving office, giving a blanket pardon for acts known and unknown to his supporters. That would set a dreadful president, excuse me, precedent going forward for any president leaving office. If, if that becomes the standard, um, there's going to be really no accountability mm. with, with anybody. You can't do that. So yeah. the fact that Gates suggested it was kind of crazy, but now we see he had an ulterior motive. He did. Folks, quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. It's spring and time to call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with J.K.L., estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial, in the wintertime. JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today for, light, for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600. 401 351-7600. It's JKL Engineering. We're sweet with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, it is odd. So still no jury trials here here in Rhode Island. Any uh, sense of that or when does that change? Well, the, the um, court administrators suggesting that we're going to be getting back to, to trials and perhaps jury trials by the summer. Um, I think that that's a tall order. Um, it's typically rather difficult to get folks to serve on juries. People don't want to take time out of their life. Um, right. A lot of people want to opt out. I mean, I get calls from people, hey, Tim, how do I get out? Of, I got a notice to, for, to report for jury duty. How do I get out of it? I mean, you, know, you can't really get into that discussion with people, but it comes up frequently. So I think with COVID, a lot of people will have an immediate, you know, get out of jury duty card to play if they choose to do so. The courtrooms, I would love to have the contract on all these plastic barriers that are going mm -hmm. up all over the state. Um, there must be a fortune being made somewhere. But the jury box, each juror is like surrounded by glass, well, not, not glass, plastic um, barriers on all sides. Right. Um, they're going to have the jurors who are waiting to be potentially called in one room. And if your number comes up, then you come into the main courtroom to be questioned by the judge and by counsel. Um, they're thinking of limiting the court day instead of having sessions as we do now from 9.30 to 12.30 and then from 2 to 4.30, just a one session from 9 to 1 with a short break so as to limit the amount of time everyone's in each other's presence, making it essentially a half day. Can it work? It, it can work. Uh, I think it's going to be very difficult. They're going to have the ability for the lawyers asking questions and the witness on the witness stand and the judge to not have their mask on at those times, but to be masked at all other times. Yeah. That's critical because... I'm still in courtroom quite a, courtrooms quite a bit with different types of cases. And the judges are masked and the lawyers are masked and um, the litigants are masked. And it's extremely difficult to understand what people are saying. People are repeating themselves constantly. It's very frustrating. Um, it remains to be seen if the, the, the court system can pull this off. Yeah. Um, you know, there's also a suggestion, John, that we can do trials via WebEx, which is the video system 
And we're doing a lot of court conferences via WebEx. So you'll have the judge and the judge's clerk and the lawyers and the litigants all on a TV screen or your computer screen. And it's like the opening to the Brady Bunch. You know, could have, oh. you know, six or nine people in right. little boxes talking. If you're doing a trial and I'm examining or cross-examining a witness who's on the computer screen, um, there's not that immediacy. I mean, from my perspective, you'd rather have the witness in the courtroom where they're unfamiliar and uncomfortable yep. and on a stand where um, there's more of a, um, I don't want to say intimidation factor, but you can cross-examine, you can um, modulate your voice, you can approach yeah. the witness, you can gesticulate, you can do things to make the witness um, unsure of their testimony if you're trying to shake what they've previously said. If they're right. sitting in their living room on a, on a TV screen, there's not nearly the same urgency or um, intimidation or discomfort that a witness typically has in the courtroom. So I think lawyers on both sides, whether you're a plaintiff, whether you're a defendant, whether you're a prosecutor, whether you're a criminal defense counsel, um, will miss the opportunity to, to be eyeball to eyeball live in front of a judge and jury with witnesses. It's, it's not the same on TV. Tim Dodd, we're already seeing this fall, certain schools are saying, if you want to attend the college, you need to be vaccinated. We're hearing, you know, certain businesses may start to say, uh, you got to be vaccinated, show proof of that, maybe to get on an airplane. What about at the state house? There's beginning legislation someone's trying to put forth that you won't be able to, they say, discriminate someone who doesn't get the vaccine. Um, where, where could this, uh, you know, everything gets up in court, but where, where do you think that could lead that someone could make a, a legal case that they're being discriminated against because they refuse to get the vaccine? I, I think that, you know, in the current fear of this um, uh, COVID, um, it's a little counterintuitive, but I think that the legislation that's been proposed makes a lot of sense. Um, if we get into the big world of Big Brother saying you must be vaccinated, we're going to force right. you to be vaccinated. Um, that's a real slippery slope. I don't know if and when the ACLU might come out and speak on this issue, but this would seem to be in their wheelhouse that, you know, the government can't force people to be vaccinated and they can't discriminate against people if they're not vaccinated. Uh, what's next? Are we going to... Um, you know, you could think of all sorts of uh, people with different conditions, which are potentially communicable. Are they going to have to show a card that, well, um, you don't have HIV or you do have HIV, to use an extreme example? That would never fly. Um, right. This is something similar to that. Um, I, I believe there's a lot of universities, I think Brown University among them, is saying we're not going to let you back here unless you show us you've been vaccinated. I think that's right. ripe for a challenge. I don't know where, you know, the university can pick this one thing to say, prove to us that you've been vaccinated. Um, it shouldn't be mandatory. I don't think that that edict of Brown University will stand up. And I think it's an infringement on our civil rights. And it's a scary precedent if it's allowed to exist that the government can force you to show your vaccination card or you can be denied certain benefits, access to buildings. Um, it's a very scary thought. Yeah. Finally, um, I'm always fascinated by Ponzi schemes. And this one uh, where someone was peddling that they had the right had acquired the rights to sell films for Netflix and HBO. The thing about it is it's, it just usually involves, it's like a real con it's high level. I think this one got close to 700 million. Um, I, I mean, I know it's a crime, Tim Dodd, but these, for some reason, they just, they just seems to be, it's like the movie, the sting. There's just more involved with it and uh, very creative in some ways. And I'm not trying to be flattering because, you know, it, it is a criminal or uh, allegations of crime, but, um, this is a different one where you're then peddling the idea that you have access to get, you know, people, uh, their films for Netflix and HBO. Well, this is not much different 
than Bernie Madoff. It's not right. much different than the woman from East Greenwich. I mean, yep. Bernie Madoff was promising people like 25% return on their investment. The woman whose name escapes me from East Greenwich. Monica Brady. Monica Brady yeah. was promising you invest in my company. That's Monique Brady. Monique, Monique Brady, Brady is going to put yes. plywood on windows of dilapidated houses and you're going to yes. make you know, 20% or some crazy number. Yep. <laughs> this guy with the Ponzi scheme with the phony Netflix, he was promising his investors a 35% return on their investment. Wow. <laughs> when somebody tells you you're going to get a 35% return on your investment and you go along with it, either you're foolish or you got a little larceny in you because you, you, that's, a, that's a deal that's too good to be true. And right. those who would invest in such a thing, um, that your antenna should go up anytime somebody tells you you're going to be guaranteed a 20% or a 35% return on your investment. Um, that's yep. got Ponzi written all over it. Um, mm. The fact that he was able to shake something like $690 million yes. out of wow. investors show either there's a lot of gullible people or, you know, when a deal's too good, it sounds too good to be true. You know, typically, what's the expression? It is. It is. So, it is. you know, shame on the people who invested in it. Shame on this guy. It sounds like he was yeah. living a lavish lifestyle. At, Very much. Like, like yep. Bernie did, like Monique yeah. did. It's just a, it's a real terrible thing that you made off deprive people of their retirement, of their, you know, their life savings. Monique did the same. I'm sure this guy did the same. It's yeah. it's a it's a crime that the victims are really impacted in a profound way. Folks, he's our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, great job. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, John. You too. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today, now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters, and the Facebook page stands out, purple and yellow. Brothers Disposal. Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement, the garage, the attic. Call Brother's Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven, and remember now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brothers Disposal four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today four zero one four three one twenty three hundred. Mega Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight goods. Third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies? You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300.